it is good to be here and share with you tonight. The psalmist said in Psalm 92 verse 1, it is a good thing to give thanks unto the Lord and to sing praises unto thy name, O Most High. Well, I can't sing, uh, but I do want to share with you uh, some good things tonight uh, of where I am and what he has done for me. One of the words that explains how I feel is blessed. The psalmist said, Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. I couldn't always honestly say that some of the things that were within me were blessed because they weren't, and they weren't really uh, very godly. There are some other words that I would like to bring before your attention tonight, and one of the words is privileged. You know, I feel so privileged to have sat under uh, the word of God in this place over the last number of years. Uh, I can tell you that God uh, has spoken many times, and through that I have been so encouraged. Uh, there's many times uh, that I have been enlightened. Uh, there's times when I have encountered God in ways that I never encountered God before. Uh, I have been enlarged uh, spiritually. And there are times where I have felt overwhelmed. There's times when I have felt stirred. And most of the times that I feel overwhelmed is when I've been in the prayer meeting. Because you see, in that prayer meeting, I have sensed God. And if you don't go, I would certainly encourage you uh, to go. Because I don't want to miss God. If you think of Thomas, uh, when Jesus visited them in John chapter 20, Thomas was missing, and what he missed was Jesus showing the disciples his wounds and the resurrected Jesus. And you know, I don't want to miss when Jesus comes and visits. So yes, I am very blessed, but there have been battles. Um, there's many times that I have battled uh, with things that God has showed me uh, that he wants me to do. And you know, sometimes I could complain and I could murmur. Uh, sometimes we say it's not fair. And sometimes we think that things are not right and we, uh, we don't like this and we don't like that. And every time I complain, I felt justified. But... If you're that type of a person, I want you to come with me and visit an address. Uh, the street name is Galatians, and the house number is two, and the room number is 20. Galatians chapter 2, verse 20. I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ liveth within me. And the life I now live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. And I can tell you that address because I had to visit that address myself. You see, I was good at complaining. And when I went to this address, uh, there was a picture on the door of the room number 20, and it was a coffin. And there was also another picture, and it was a selfie. It was my picture. And over that picture, there was a cross or an X. 
You see, in that room and in that place is where I, cru- I was crucified. And you know above the door there was a sign, not my will, but thine be done. And you know as you visit this room, there's plenty of groans, there's plenty of tears, and there's plenty of pain. Because none of, <clears throat> none of us want to die. I didn't really want to die. Uh, none of us want to die uh, to the flesh. It's a painful thing to die to self. But I want to take you tonight on a journey uh, over the past few months and share with you some of the other addresses that God has brought me to. You see, before I visited this room, uh, I thought I wasn't too bad a person. In fact, I was pretty proud of my achievements. While I would ne- you would never have found those words coming out through my lips, yet uh, I was pretty proud. I was proud of, I go to a church, I go to prayer meetings, I work for God, etc., etc., etc. And then I started to compare myself to others because there were others who didn't go to the prayer meetings. And we can so easily uh, pick a person that's not doing what we're doing and feel that we are somehow better. But you, know, you see, my measuring stick was wrong because others should not be our measuring stick. It is God. So one of the addresses that I visited uh, was a street named Romans, a house named Numbered 2, and a room number 24. And it's the words of the Apostle Paul O wretched man that I am, who shall deliver me from the body of this death? And you know, as I visited this room, I began to abhor myself. I began to see how deeply sinful and how desperately needy I really was. And you know, Paul's complaint, O wretched man that I am, became my complaint Oh, wretched man that I am. And you know, I became brokenhearted. There were times I felt that my heart would absolutely break when I realized how sinful I really was. And Paul's oh, wretched man became my oh, wretched man. And you know, God brought me to a place of repentance a place of brokenness before him where I was crying out to God because of what he was showing me. Another address that I had to visit uh, was, in fact, I had to dwell a long time at this address until I discovered how woeful I really was. Isaiah chapter 6, verse 9, Then said I, Woe is me, for I am undone, because I'm a man of unclean lips, and I dwell in the midst of a people of unclean lips. You see, the first part of that uh, was about me. Woe is me, for I am undone. And it's so easy for us to look that amongst about look at the people that we dwell amongst. But you know, God was bringing me to a place, and He was honing in on me. And boys. It was like a catalogue of things that I had said. I had hurt people and I had said lots of things that I shouldn't have said. Again, 
God brought me to a place of brokenness and repentance where I was really crying out to God uh, to cleanse my lips and to give me a pure, pure lips. The last address I want to take you to, in fact, it was a word. Uh, It's a word that I find really hard to link with myself. You see, the word was wicked. And when you think of wicked, you never would think of somebody who comes to church, dresses up, appears nice, prays, does all the things. And I find it really hard uh, to really link my life with wickedness. But you know, God brought me to an address which confirmed to me that I was wicked. And that was in Second Chronicles chapter 7, verse 14. If my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and will heal their land. I still had a big problem with linking myself with wicked because I couldn't really see But you know, God showed me that our hearts are deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. And you know, when I started to allow God to search into my heart, I can tell you it was not a pretty picture. I could see there was lots of things that needed surgery. And then I saw myself as as somebody lying on a surgeon's table and the knife of God's word pierced right into my heart. And I can tell you, it was painful. It felt like my heart was being broken. But I want to take you back tonight to the first address, room number 20. I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And tonight I can say, I am crucified with Christ. But on the route to that room, there was a hallway that I had to pass through. And it's Psalm 51, verse 10, where the psalmist said, Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. And I cried to God for a clean heart. You see, I want my life to please God. I wanted all the obstacles removed. You know, tonight I am not where I used to be because I was stuck in a rut. Yes, going in and out of church, listening to good sermons, I was stuck in a rut. But I am nowhere near where I want to be. I want to be at my best for the Lord Jesus Christ. And I'm just so thankful tonight that God has brought me to this place. There's a little chorus, and I want to quote it as I close. God is still working on me, making me what I ought to be. It took him just a week to make the the moon and stars, the sun and the earth and Jupiter and Mars. How loving and patient he must be. He's still working on me. There ought to be a sign upon my heart. Don't judge her yet. There's an unfinished part. But I'll be perfect just according to his plan, fashioned by the master's loving hand. In the mirror of his word, reflections that I see, 
make me wonder why he never gave up on me. He loves me as I am and helps me when I pray. Remember, he's the potter and I'm the clay. He's still working on me.